It's time for Let's Get Real with your host from Bob Richards and Associates, Bob Richards. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Michael, I'm great. How are you doing today? I am doing excellent. Good. Thank you so much. And uh, welcome to your show. Thank you. It's good to be here on it's my good. show. It's good to have you here on your show, Mr. Bob Richards. Let's get real. Let's get real. Your friendly Berkshire Hathaway guy right here in beautiful St. George, Southern Utah. Thank you. Yes. Beautiful day today. It is. Lots of sunshine. Just perfect. It is absolutely a gorgeous day. So what words of real estate wisdom do you have for us today? Wait, wait. Don't tell me. (laughs) I'm practicing my psychic mental act. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling affordable. I'm feeling maybe... You could help me find some affordable housing. Affordable housing. Yeah, Michael, that's that's the word of the day is affordable. So if I was to ask you, as it relates to housing, define affordable for me. Let's just say uh, Costco, Walmart, okay, a house. What what becomes affordable to you as it relates to housing? I'm going to need to check my... Um my bank statement here. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I would think, you know, to me, the word affordable is going to have different meanings in different areas of the country in different locations. Um, and it's going to be um, relative to my personal income and what I think is affordable. For example, so um, we just moved here from Laguna Beach uh-huh. about a year ago. And what was, what was, um, what was affordable down there is definitely not affordable for me. But up here in southern Utah, my wife and I look at each other and go, wow, that's really cheap. <laughs> we can afford that. Sure. I can't afford the $5.3 million, but um, um, I think it's all relative. It is. It is. And let's, let's get real, folks, uh, with our topic today being affordable housing. Uh, that's been a big concern that I've looked at over the number of uh, past couple, three years. It's really changed our market and it's changed the ability for a lot of our first time home buyers to really, well, not to really, but to actually be approved for a mortgage. They're, they're getting stuck with having to rent because their income is not high enough to be commensurate with housing pricing. They can't qualify. Their debts are too big for their income uh, or too high for their income makes it very difficult. So a lot of people are having to leave the area, which now is taxing on our service-oriented jobs, servers, um, uh, housekeepers, uh, retail people, others that are are just barely above minimum wage and and tend to not necessarily get tips except for your server. But when you look at your hourly wage as a server, plus your tips, you're still practically, if not below the poverty level. So as I've looked around the Southern Utah area, I'm, I'm very disappointed quite honestly. And and what, what I'm concerned about and what I'm very disappointed in is that you're constantly seeing new developments become online that are the same two story townhome, a garage below main level and an upstairs, and they all look the same. They have a little bit of different gingerbread outside, but they're all the three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, the four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath. They're on a lot that is about from you to me, about yeah. five, six feet, and and that's it. And they go to the backyard, and they can send you know the, the steak to their neighbor and send the butter to the other neighbor and hardly have to take two steps. And that's that's a concern. Now, the developers will say, hey, it's all about the money. I I can make more money on smaller lots and these type of homes than I can on a fifth acre lot, a quarter acre lot. 
As a result of that, we're starting to get much higher density housing than honestly what we should. And if you look in the next 15, 20 years for what this product is today, we're going to be in big trouble. It's not going to look so good by then. It'll be aged 5, 10, 20 years, obviously, or longer. And you just don't take it down and say, okay, let's start all over again. Yeah. It's there. And so I, I worry in the ability for the inability for our, our clientele here, our customers, especially the first time home buyers, to even actually to be able to afford buying a house. Renting is, a, is another big story that, man, they're hardly being able to get to pay the rent. They're, they're having to team yeah. up families in one home to be able to share the rent in order to pay the landlord. Wow. It's, it's pretty crazy. You know, um, I haven't been a realtor, but I've been involved in the real estate industry for, mm-hmm. you know, like 30 years in variety capacities. And um, I've, I've seen the affordability index change and change and change coming from like Central California down to Southern California and then up here in Southern Utah. Um, it almost seems like housing is never affordable. If you're in a certain income bracket in a certain strata, like a service industry type job or something like that, uh, or if it is affordable, it's in a place that you really don't want to live. Good point. So it's like, yeah, I can afford to live here, but yeah, I probably don't want to live there. It doesn't look like a real family friendly kind of a neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, unless you're, you want to be a graffiti star. I mean, that, that could work. Right. Yeah, that right. Would be, yeah, that would be cool. But you're absolutely right. Uh-huh. You'd feel uncomfortable taking your dog out for a walk, let alone a child Yeah. Uh, in some areas. And not that we have a lot of riffraff here, but... It does exist, and and if you're working your tail off like these people are, and and going home to something that they're just flushing down the toilet to a landlord, uh, or in an area that's just not very personally safe, how can they have any sort of job satisfaction yeah. or life satisfaction, feeling like they're getting ahead? Yeah, they can't. So in Southern Utah, what is the general? I don't want to say accepted, but um, if you say, oh, I need something that's affordable, give me a number, what number would you ascribe to that? Uh, 450 to 475. Really? That's really your sweet spot right now, right now in today's market for an affordable housing home that's currently built um, or soon to be built or has been built, uh, and, and meaning has been built a few years old. Uh, that's, and again, that's that same type of product. I can't get people into a single family wow. uh, home on a quarter acre lot with a two car garage, main level in a basement or main level in an upstairs or a main level only in that 450 to 475. Their, their dog has a eight by eight patio to play on in the backyard. That's it. And so again, that's, that's a big concern because, uh, that, that, uh, not paralyzes, but it handicaps the lifestyle for people who want to go play with their dog in the backyard. Have the kids go out in the backyard and play. Mm-hmm. Hard to do that on an eight by eight patio. Yeah. So that average affordability index range of 450, 475 in Southern Utah, that, does that encompass all of the different areas within Washington County? Like all the way from like uh, Hurricane up to Ivan's Cayenta? St. George, et cetera? Great question. Uh, yes. It used to be uh, years and years ago when I first moved here, there was quite a discrepancy between what I would call Greater St. George, which was Ivan, Santa Clara, St. George, Washington. And especially at that time, Santa Clara, St. George, Washington. Ivan is at that time in the early to mid-90s, 
It wasn't very. It wasn't looking very good. Yeah, really? It's gorgeous out there now, but yeah. it, it's taken a long time. But you would see between Santa Clara, St. George, and Washington, uh, a little bit higher price than if you drove over to Hurricane. Really, not a higher. I mean, it's it was a big difference. So you would see thirty to fifty thousand dollar difference. Wow, that's huge in price. Buying in in Hurricane Laverkin, much less than the Greater Saint George area. That doesn't exist anymore. They're practically neck and neck. Wow. So let's say currently in our local area, the term affordable is going to ring the bell four fifty four seventy five. That means that I'm going to meet and I'm going to need to make what my payment's going to be what twenty five twenty eight hundred almost three grand. Yeah. And, Times what four point three, so I got to make ten, twelve thousand bucks a month. Right, right, and and we've just had lunch over at uh, one of the steakhouses here. Yeah. I pretty much guarantee there's not a person in there. Maybe the manager, but I don't even think he is pulling in twelve grand a month. Wow, yeah, it's kind of scary. It, it is, and and again, let's get real, folks. You're going to lose employees and workers and staff that just simply say, you know what, I, I can't make it here. They're, I can't pay my bills and live here upside down eating rice and beans in a small townhome paying rent exorbitantly high and feeling like that I'm getting somewhere. Yeah. I'm progressing. And that's that's really too bad when, when we were down in Southern California around... Uh, Oh, like Laguna Beach, Dana Point, and that mm-hmm. area. And we would go out to we'd go out to dinner, lunch, and we would talk to the servers and stuff. And and um, it would kind of come up, um, you know, where do you guys live? Because it's so expensive here, sure. and nobody lived in town. They all lived. Oh, we live like thirty miles away in such and such a town. And wow. um, I have two roommates with me to help me make ends meet and and stuff like that. It's like. Then why are you doing this? Well, because I like living at the beach. I can't afford to live here, so I work at the beach, and I live like 30 miles away. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and, and, and trying to get the very best of both worlds as yeah. best they can, even though the house is a number of miles away, at least they can have try to have a little bit of entertainment, enjoyment, yeah. and things that they like to do. And, and you hope for that here in, in southern Utah. But I'll, I'll tell you, folks, if you're looking at... Uh, news articles, reading the news, watching St. George News, whatever it is that you're looking at, uh, and it brings up affordable housing, I'm sorry, but they're missing the boat. It's not existing. And folks, I just don't know that it's going to exist. There's nothing that's being earmarked truly for affordable housing for a developer to be restricted and a builder to be restricted on how much they can charge for a home to make that affordable for other people to buy. Now, there's programs for the police, for the fire department, for other first responders. There's certainly some help for military. But John Q. Worker, uh, they're, they're, they're being left out. And I'm very concerned in southern Utah area that they're, they're not going to be able to stay here. They'll be living in Cedar, which is also expensive. Enoch, which is also expensive. Kanab, uh, they won't commute over here. They'll, they'll look elsewhere. Uh, Mesquite's expensive. Just be aware, if you find a lot of tables at a restaurant that are empty and they're telling you there's a 15 to 30 minute wait, they don't have the servers. They've got the tables, they don't have the servers. My my visit today is not about servers and about restaurants. It's just simply saying, hey folks, we need housing and I don't know that you're going to get it here in St. George, Utah to buy. 
Wow, affordable housing. Affordable housing. And what yeah. we may perceive as affordable housing, um, not everybody, when you say the term affordable housing, one would not think I got to make a hundred a hundred grand a year, right, to be able to afford a an affordable housing um, a place to live. You know, back back in the old days, back in the old days, days yeah. it, <laughs> with Pepino and the tractor. You know, you could affordable housing. You, you could make you know three grand a month. You could, and a shake of the hand, and the keys were yours. There you go, yeah. and and. Uh, I think those days are kind of done, and and it's. I mean, what's interesting is that the the, um, the wages and salary and the amount of income and revenue that's um, that's needed to be generated has not kept pace with the price of the homes that are going up. So those are lagging way way behind. They are, yeah, and, and not within a year or so of lag. We're talking multiple years, if yeah. not a decade, and, and and to catch up with that. It just is practically impossible. It just doesn't have that ability to to rebound that much or to have inventory levels that would top over two or three thousand units available, houses, condos, townhomes, mobile homes, to say, hey, we have a, a yeah. massive supply now. Uh, we're we're really on the short side of inventory as a result of that. Economics one on one, prices go higher when demand goes higher, and uh, when demand drops, then prices drop. I, but that drop still doesn't allow people to to make thirty, forty, fifty thousand a year, which is pretty decent, and also have a house. Wow! You can't you can't pay pay three hundred thousand dollars for a double wide, and feel like you're making it in society. Yeah, and that's what people are trying or are, are doing uh, because they're forced to. So as the demand for affordable housing goes up. That means that the prices of affordable housing is going All up. Is going up, which means that it's no longer affordable. <laughs> right. So it, it's a it's a vicious cycle. It just continues and perpetuates and perpetuates, so that that affordability becomes affordability that you now have to redo the affordability to make it more affordable. I sound like radar with Henry Blake, but it's, it's just, it's that same kind of a concept that, that it just yeah. outpaces each other and doesn't give people a chance. So is there a solution to this? I know that you, Bob, as the consummate real estate professional, I know that you have an answer. He's about to give us the answer. <laughs> Don't go well, Okay, so I changed the batteries in my crystal ball, okay. and so it, it's, it's working pretty good. Really what it boils down to, and, and this is with all the stars aligning, is that you would have somebody that owns a large parcel of land, whether that be a corporation, an individual, a longtime person of Southern Utah, somebody that's had roots for generations here. They, by the kindness of their heart, because their money is such that they have plenty of it for themselves and generations yet to come, that that property is donated to and for development. That development from the developer putting in the roads, the infrastructure, the water lines, sewer lines, et cetera, they have a restriction on bids of how much they can charge to have these put in. Now, whether that comes from other grants to help supplement that, then that's what they'll have to do. Then you have to have a builder or two or three that says, here's our max. It's this price for this home. Here's what you get. And there's not a price increase that goes after three months, six months, even a year, possibly two, those prices are fixed. A little bit of slush because you've got wood that goes up and down. 
and price, drywall that goes up and down in price, et cetera. But you got to have something that's set and sticks in order for it to be something that people can wow. acquire. So are there lenders that have perhaps something, uh, some type of an affordable housing home loan where um, maybe, I hate to use the word like an arm adjustable rate mortgage right. or something like that, just something to get in so they can start building some equity. Are there lenders that maybe um, work with like an affordable housing area? And in this area, the qualifications are a little more lenient, the money down is more lenient. It's something that they can do to, you know, make it more affordable. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually self-defeating. The legislature earlier on in this, uh, well, in their last session, uh, had approved for millions of dollars to be used for first-time homebuyers to use $15,000 in whatever way they would want to towards loan costs, down payment, interest rate buy-down, uh, whatever they wanted to use that for, it was earmarked for it. Well, Here's the problem. The catch is it had to be on new construction only. Oh, gee. No resale. Brand new housing. So you have brand new, brand new housing at a premium price. You've got the $15,000 down for the borrower. Well, that $15,000 doesn't go very far for, for down payment or interest rate or, or closing costs. And you still have the problem of that higher price to where that $15,000 is poof gone. Wow. And, and so they still have a high payment. Maybe they've gone from a seven and a quarter, uh, seven and an eighth to 6.875 or 6.5% uh, rate, but they're still paying a lot for that darn house. Wow. Well, speaking of that darn house, yeah, <laughs> I understand that you have a delightful listing to show us today. I do, Michael. This is something I just barely listed a little while ago. I love this subdivision. It's called Emerald Springs. Emerald Springs is just off of Valley View Drive uh, in uh, St. George, what we call the west side of St. George. Emerald Springs is a, a master plan community that just has about, oh, 80 houses, but it's adjoining to other similar type of projects like West Springs, Paradise Cove, Vista del Sol. Uh, all of these homes are detached. They're within an HOA so that there's a clubhouse, pool, tennis courts, they take care of your yard, uh, those kind of things for a monthly fee. This home has three beautiful large bedrooms, master on one side, the other two bedrooms on the opposite side, huge, great room. And then they have this wonderful, beautiful built-in uh, hutch, library, fireplace, TV, media area in the family room. So if you're cooking in the kitchen or entertaining, everybody's part of that conversation and nobody gets shut off from that. Two big things for this house. Number one, back patio fenced. There's maybe four or five in that whole project that have that. If you've got little furry friends, that's nice to have them secured and safe in the backyard. Number two is a three-car <laughs> garage versus a two-car garage. Only a handful of those have a three-car garage. Uh, this is is very, very well-priced. It's uh, just under, well, actually, it's four seventy-five. Michael. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Now, this isn't in a necessarily an affordable com uh, housing community. It's a little bit more empty nester, semi-retired, retired. Not that it's a 55 and older community, but if you did bring a family there, they'd probably not have kids. Kids close by to play with with their tricycle and other things. Still a great 
great value, still a great house, still a great community. Uh, again, Emerald Springs is about 1610 West, 100 North uh, in St. George. And again, about it is priced at 475 Well, I'm still calling that affordable. I would do. I would too. I think that's great. Well, Bob, before we go, do you have any parting words of wisdom for us? You know what, folks? Stay patient with the market. If you need counsel, if you need an advocate, if you need advice that is true and honest, give me a call. That's all I know. That's how I was raised. It's 435-703-UTAH. 435-703-8824 is how to best reach me. Um, no obligation. If you just need to know, hey, here's where I am, here's where I want to be, how do I get there? I've got about 30-some-odd years of experience in this and would be happy to share my professional opinion, my background, my history, and see if I can help you uh, be a success as a, how, as a homeowner, not only today, but also in the future. Sounds good. And I don't know, I've heard a rumor that you also have a website. I do, oh, yes. What's that? Have you heard of that? It's, it's called the it. Internet. Uh, it's buyutah.com. That That's uh, B-U-Y-U-T-A-H. Dot com. Bob Richards, buyutah.com. Let's get real. Bob, thank you very much for joining us today. We'll see you again next time. Sounds good. With another episode of Let's Get Real. Thank you. This has been Let's Get Real with Bob Richards from Bob Richards and Associates. For more information, buyutah.com. We invite you to return again for another edition of Let's Get Real with Bob Richards from Bob Richards and Associates. This has been a production of One to One Network.